0: Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode on the Resilience Movement. Today, we're talking about doing the work, and a few weeks ago, I did a video on on this actual subject on my Facebook page, so the Resilience Movement Facebook page. You can find that video, Uh, but I hope you stay with me um, through this episode because I think it's really important, and especially now with what we're going through. So you know, anyone who listens to this in a few years' time um, may not know what we're talking about, but this is through a very serious pandemic where everybody is on lockdown, we're staying isolated, we're not going near people, our most vulnerable are being protected, and we're trying to do what we can. But we also know that being in isolation can be very difficult as well. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about doing the work and what that actually means. So when you're doing the work to look after yourself, to improve yourself or just really to stay balanced, that doing the work looks different for everybody. And so today I wanted to talk about some of those um, tools, things that we can use. I actually call it my tool bag and like a plumber, an electrician or someone else, any tradie, I guess, has a tool bag and that's their hammers and screwdrivers and drills and whatever it might be. Well, when we have to think about a tool bag from a self-care perspective, what does that tool bag look like? Now, for me, in my tool bag, I have things like books, downtime, walking in nature. Uh, Meditation is a daily practice for me. Uh, eating well, nurturing my body, listening to what my body needs, what my mind needs, especially if I'm having a bit of a challenging time. We all have times where we feel down or life isn't going the way we want it to go. And instead of letting that spiral, instead of just falling into what I call a dark place, or a place where you feel very isolated and alone. And I know there's many people who are alone in in the sense that they're isolated by themselves or there's only one or two people in the house. They could also be isolated in a volatile environment, which makes it even more difficult. And so no matter what situation you're in, Uh, You have to think about what do you need to do for you to nurture yourself, to make sure you're okay. Can anyone support you? Um, Sometimes we don't want to talk to people about what's going on, but at times where we can't pull ourselves out of a dark place, we do need to reach out. And if that's reaching out to services, professional services, or if it's reaching out to a friend, reaching out to a stranger on Facebook just to say, hi, you know, whatever is going to work for you, that's what you need to think about doing. But what I want to talk about is when you uh, start to think about what works for you, you start to build up that tool bag. You start to build up some resources that are going to support you. And you know, when we talk about self care, understanding what self-care is, not self-sabotage. So when we look at self-care and how we can look after ourselves, write down a few things for yourself. What does that mean for you? You know, is it taking a bath? Is it going for a walk in nature? Uh, Is it sitting and talking to someone on the phone? Is it reaching out to a family member? Is it reaching out to a friend? What self-care can you do? Can there be a daily practice that you put in place that makes you feel better? And the way you know what makes you feel good is you go and do something and you get a sense of joy from that or you get a sense of calm. For me, I go for a walk in nature and I just have this overwhelming sense of gratitude and I feel really good. And the simple things like a blood butterfly flying past or seeing a kangaroo and her and her baby or just seeing a funny letterbox, all of those simple things bring me a bit of joy. And of course, they are simple things. And that's when we start to appreciate what we have instead of focusing on what we don't have. So like attracts like when you start to think see things that you like you will see more that you like all right when you have better energy in your body you will start to feel good about other things but it's really about sitting with that feeling and going does this feel good or doesn't this feel good and I'll give an example here I don't watch scary movies and I certainly don't make a habit of watching the news I do see news items on my feed on Facebook, but I don't sit and watch TV and watch the news. And if I was to continuously watch the news or I watch scary movies, that's actually really negative for me and that doesn't make me feel good. Therefore, I'm not going to do that. If I watch scary movies, I'll have bad dreams that night because it becomes very real for me. And so I have to think about what I do put in my mind, what food I put in my body, what's going to support me instead of make me feel worse. So watching negative stuff makes me feel worse. I'm going to watch something more uplifting. I, for me, watching educational information or listening to other people's podcasts or reading a book. Currently, I'm reading Nick ortner's The Tapping Solution, and I'm also reading uh, Glennon Doyle's uh, Untamed. So there's different things that I'm reading, but it's about feeding my mind and feeding my soul good things. So what is your energy feeling like when you do something? If that's good, do more of it. If it doesn't feel good, do less of it. But you need to get in touch with yourself and figure out what that is for you. Uh, Protect yourself when you need to. So protecting your mind, protecting your thoughts, and that means that you're not going to have time with people. I mean, we're in isolation at the moment, but when you uh, are not in isolation, choose who you're going to spend time with. And does that feel good to spend time with these people or doesn't it? And you have to make that decision. So we also have uh, to think about how how is isolation affecting you now? I can tell you from my perspective, because I don't know how you're feeling about it. So you need to sit with that. Me being in isolation, for the most part, has been really fine because I work autonomously. I work from home. um, I have connections with friends and we get on Zoom calls and or FaceTime and I'm in touch with my family because my parents are vulnerable uh, in in that very vulnerable age group as well as um, not being well. And uh, I want to make sure that I'm staying connected uh, with people that I need to stay connected with. And also, I hope that I'm reaching out to them uh, and supporting them as well because others may not be doing so well. And I know I've had some connections with people on Facebook who I don't know. We're just connected on Facebook, but we've been checking in on each other. And that's all over the world as well as, you know, all over Australia. So, you know, think about how it's affecting you and what could you do for yourself? Because when we talk about doing the work, we really cannot rely on other people to do what only we know we need. So when I say that, if you haven't shared with someone that you do need support or that you're lonely, how are they going to know? So thinking about what you need and how you can support yourself is really vital. Now, I want to share with you um, in this podcast a daily practice that I actually came across. And it's a practice that Jerry and Esther Hicks talk about and um, I came across this in it was August 2018 and it was a real um, good it was really good information sorry for stumbling my words Um, and it was a daily practice that is actually quite simple to do so I actually remember um, listening to the daily practice steps and writing it down and I followed this since August 2018 And I don't follow it every day, but I do follow it um, when I need to tap into some specific resources. And it goes a bit like this. So with the daily practice, they talk about doing a daily meditation for 15 minutes. And when you're doing a daily meditation, this, like it says at least 15 minutes, but there's a lot of daily meditations that you can do that are less than 15 minutes. If you say you're time poor, then jump onto SoundCloud, which is an app, and you can find David G. So that's D-A-V-I-D-J-I. That's one of them. There's thousands and thousands of meditations. This is just something that I use, and it's a good place to start. And that's a Daily meditation, and depending on how I'm feeling, do I need to sleep? So I do a sleep meditation. Um, do I need to reduce my fear and anxiety? There's, a, um, a, I think, a seven-minute um, meditation for that. Uh, what about a um, motivational one? So there's a getting your daily practices into a daily habit. Um, And you'll find a meditation for that. So basically, whatever you are looking for, you will find a meditation which can help guide you through that uh, until you can do the practice on your own. I actually like to do the guided meditations unless I'm by the ocean and therefore I use the ocean waves as a meditation. And the more you do it, the better you get. That's like anything. The more consistently you're doing something, the better you're going to get at it. Then it says, go outside. For 10 minutes and appreciate what is there so look around when you go outside look around I know that when I go outside here I'm very fortunate I live in a very open big wide open space and it's just beautiful and there's water there and water is I really resonate with being around water so appreciate what it is. Just have a look and appreciate. Here we have green grass and we've had rain. I'm very appreciative of that. Um, buy a book you can write in, a journal or a diary that you can write in and write pay um, as many pages as you can of positive aspects. Now, if you can't write a full page, that's okay too. Write as much as you can and call it your book of positive aspects. And the positive aspects are things that you appreciate, maybe just gratitudes. You could even start out with just three things you're grateful for. Going to bed, thinking about three things you're grateful for, and waking up and thinking about three things you're grateful for can really change your energy. It can really change your perspective on things. If we go to bed thinking about the what ifs or what we don't have or what we uh, are angry about, we will wake up thinking about the same things. So you want to go to bed in appreciation, let your mind rest, let your body rejuvenate, and you want to wake up in the morning and when your eyes open, just say simply three things. Today I'm grateful for a restful sleep. Today I'm grateful for my warm bed. And today I'm grateful that the sun is shining or that it's raining, whatever it is that you're grateful for. It's very, very simple. And to start with, it doesn't matter if you're grateful for the same things every day. That will expand naturally as you keep going. So when you go outside, look upward and outward and acknowledge that you are in a conscious awareness, that you are in perfect alignment with the universe. Now, if that doesn't work for you, if you go, what, what is she talking about, the universe? Just think about what you're in perfect alignment with. What is what is happening that you're grateful for? Go into the endless loop of appreciation and acknowledgement and what it is and the alignment of joy and abundance and happiness you are creating. Feel the feelings of such creating and see what happens before you. It's magnificent. Understand the vibrational attraction of what you do want. It's easy. Whether you want to attract a button or or you want to attract abundance, it's the same thing. It's the same energy. So where your energy flows, that's where your energy goes. Could be the other way around. Where energy flows or where energy goes, you decide. So when you think about what you desire and what you're grateful for, you actually feel better than when you're thinking about what you don't have. The other thing to think about is if you can't change something, how much energy are you putting into it? So if you can't change it, can you let it go? Because the more you focus on something that you can't change, the more frustrated you can get. So when you're thinking about doing the work, what does that look like for you? Okay, if you want to send me a message Send that through our Facebook page, The Resilience Movement. If you need help with this, you just send me a message and we can have a session around how you could get into um, a loop of appreciation or how you can start doing the work for yourself. Because the last thing you want to do is feel bad every day you want to feel good every day you want joy in your life you want happiness in your life because everybody deserves happiness everyone and the difference is when you own your happiness or you own your sadness you can change it if you want to if you want to become more happy more joyful you're the one who's in control of that not someone else And we can start to work on that every day. But it's practice and it's doing the work. So I hope this podcast has been helpful. And once again, I'm extremely grateful for you tuning in. And I can't wait to uh, share another podcast with you. My next one is going to be about my walk across Spain. So last year, I walked across Spain walking 860 kilometers. So... Check that next podcast out and it'll be a little bit longer, but I can't wait to share some of the journey with you. Okay, cheers for now.